Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Chuckle Bludgers, that fun Quidditch podcast where all your favorite people talk about the things that have happened in Quidditch recently. We've got a fun one this week. Uh, we're going to move away a bit from the more advice side and just talk about some Quidditch current affairs. There's been a couple of tournaments going on in October, uh, some bits and bobs we're all going to chat about. Uh, we've had uh, Highlander, there's been Dev Cup, there's been, uh, not Dev Cup, Mini BQC, I keep thinking of it as Dev Cup, and we've had East Mids Cup as well. There's also been Battle Royale, but that's in the South. Just as a warning, if you're tuning in to listen to stuff that's happened at Battle Royale, we might mention it briefly. But none of us went, and uh, none of us play for any of the teams. So we wouldn't really know what we were talking about. So there's lots of good coverage elsewhere for that. I think Sotmine did an episode on it, and also there's a uh, there's various roundups on QUK you'll be able to find. Yeah, so uh, just to give us an introduction about who we are, uh, we're the Chuckle Bludgers. Uh, we chat shit about Quidditch, and we have a sort of more casual focus on the sort of what's going on. Uh, I'm Zach. I play for Northern Lights. I'm a chaser slash keeper ish. Sash. Uh, yeah, I'm Slash. I play for Tornadoes. Um, I'm a chaser slash beater slash seeker. James? And I'm James Grattan. Uh, I play for Sheffield Firths. I'm a beater slash kind of seeker now. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> okay, so, and uh, with us, we have another special guest, which is another part of the format. Today, we're joined by uh, Fiona Stevens of Loughborough fame. Uh, introduce yourself, Fee. Um, I'm Fee. I play for Loughborough. I'm a beater. I also play for Northern Lights. You traitor. Northern Lights is the place to be, it seems. So, speaking of Northern Lights, let's get on to it. So, uh, the tournament that we're going to talk about first is uh, Highlander. So, that's the tournament up in Edinburgh. The uninitiated is run by the Holyrood Hippogriffs. Sash, take us away. Um, yeah, it was, overall, a really interesting weekend. Um, I think final standings were Edinburgh first one. Followed by, um, I want to say London Unspeakable. Was it Brussels and then London Unspeakables? It was the Quaffles. It was the Quaffles. Yeah, Brussels Quaffles flying all the way out. So, uh, very much worth it for them. And um, yeah, and then London Unspeakables uh, third and Tornadoes placing fourth. I can't remember the guests of the Yankings after that, but um, it was it was a good tournament. There was some interesting games. Um, Considering, for instance, I don't actually know many of the London players this year. Like they really stood out, and like I know they placed. Um, was it third or fourth at uh, Southern Cup last year? And so, like was, I know they yeah, were fourth at Southern last year because they missed out to. I I, I want to say well bears well um, yeah no, yeah one Wells, of those what some warwick something it's the south Nobody it's really a, knows no, no one no one knows no one cares it's fine no um yeah just some uh so like some really really excellent beat a play and cover play from them in particular that was our first game uh I, my first game um 
with tornadoes against them, and I was just like, wow, shit, these guys are really good. Uh, <laughs> so should we just, like, talk through, like, group standings or, like, how it all went? Or if we do we have a format, or are we just going to sort of chat randomly? Um, Just chat around it, I guess. Uh, okay, so... Uh, like what 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 stories like stand out for the tournament do we think so we've, we've the first one we've got is unspeakables topping that group i think most people who are looking at the so the groups were uh group one i think was uh tornadoes unspeakable northern lights hollywood hippogriffs two no wait yeah hx2 yeah, right, glasgow right. and then sheffield mm-hmm. and then the other yeah. group would have been uh hh1 uh falmouth banger uh should have been Northumbria, who weren't there. And then I think we also had Quaffles and uh, St. Andrews. Is that right? Yeah, that's about yeah. right. Somebody called yeah. me out on that if that was wrong. No, that's... Yeah. that's so I think that's six in each. It was a good mixture yeah. of, um, like, obviously smaller developing teams, like Glasgow yeah. Grim Weepers, I think. Was this their first ever, like, proper fixture? Like they, They've um, been at Dev Cup, but I believe this is, like, their kind of more debut... Um, yeah, yeah. A bit yeah. more big. Well, yeah, the, the fun the fun thing about Highlander is you've got the sort of the, the, it gives the Scottish teams like a, a good chance to all get together and play each other, mm-hmm. and like you've got the the kind of home advantage if you're coming from Scotland, and that if you're coming from Glasgow or from St Andrews, it's a bit easier than if you're coming from like Falmouth or uh, Brussels, for example. So like even if they are like weaker teams in terms of standings, you get the good fun of having sort of a large roster which tends to sort of even the playing field and i guess most of the games that those teams have to play are sort of well south of their normal catchment regions which is a bit exciting yeah so absolutely. yeah in terms of like group standings uh london unspeakables topped their first group which i think most people saw tornadoes doing really well yeah i think like if i was looking at it before the final uh, before the tournament started i would have said the final would have been hippogriffs versus uh Hippogriffs versus Tornadoes, because uh-huh. that's like those are like the two bigger teams there. Yeah. The sort of top tier northern ones who we we see contending for EQC spots at Northern, right? I mean mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. For sure. Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, with Tornadoes it was uh kind of a mixture of I think um a lot of new blood in the squad. Like a lot of us had never played together before, like outside of scrims in like the last two trainings. Um and just kind of a couple of beta rotations that the coaches were experimenting with that just kind of didn't quite work out and just sort of you know, just lots of little kind of flimsy things that kind of just meant that it didn't quite come together in that London game. But we did end up uh, working out the kinks and like had a solid, a solid standing throughout the guest of the day, the guest of the weekend. We won every game we played after that up until um, our like quarterfinal knockout against uh, Edinburgh first. But like overall, like Tornadoes did play pretty solidly, I think, and took away a lot from that coming up to Northern. So that was quite exciting for us. Hey guys, uh, Zach coming at you in post-production here. Uh, there was a bit of an audio mishap in the second half of our Highlander conversation, so sadly there's about eight minutes of footage we weren't able to use for the podcast. So uh, there was lots of other discussion, uh, particularly about uh, tornadoes, lights, and then quaffles in the final, and how great Edinburgh were looking. There's just going to be a quick little uh, time jump now, where we talk about mini BQC, and then there's some other interesting stuff coming up later in the podcast. See you guys soon. Um, so basically, right. Baby BQC is, as far as I can tell, um, it's a tournament for developing teams, right? So the teams attending were the Preston Poltergeists, the Liverpudley Cannons, Cannons, well, that's a mouthful, mm-hmm. uh, the Flying Chaucers, uh, Sheffield Sea Lions, the Sheffield Steel Fins, uh, the Glasgow Grim Reapers, and 
Yes, that is everything. So we had six teams in total. Um, this is mainly just some rematches for those who could make it. Um, I mean, with a few mercs thrown in. So I was one of said mercs. Um, like, I was with Flying Chaucer's. We're on quite a heavy merc team, but I think we got nerfed to um, avoid us basically steamrolling everyone. But uh, overall, I thought it was a, re um, a really good day. Um, the one shame was that, that the last three matches were cancelled off because just absolutely torrential rain. Oh, that's uh, such but, a shame. Yeah, the, the last match that was going on, um, it was just absolutely pouring it down. Um, the snitch wasn't being caught. Uh, Mike, if you're listening to this, like, I hate you. I had to stand <laughs> in the rain while you refused to get caught. Um, but... I think in the end it was Steel Fins that won. So because Flying Chaucer's had would technically be in the lead with four wins, but because only Steel Fins had only played three games, um, they just knocked off our uh, Preston Poltergeist um, score because that was one of the teams that uh, Steel Fins hadn't played. So uh -huh. in the end, Steel Fins won by a PD of two hundred ninety. And uh, okay. they, they deserved it, really. Like, they did an absolutely uh, amazing job. Uh -huh. um, I can talk a little bit about the steel fins and sea lines. Uh, basically, the, st uh, the steel fins had a mixture of seconds and kind of what I'd call, like, first freshers. So, yeah. so we, we had, like, a pretty good uh, fresher intake this year. So, um, basically, this tournament was, like, a real good... Um, sort of chance to get the freshers um, sort of get involved like learn the rules and I've got to say like they did an honestly good job like um, I didn't get to play play against them in the end but I was honestly legit scared when we were if we were going to play <laughs> you got to keep keep out uh, an eye for your spot on the first team games <laughs> uh, Sam Burkett's after it I know <laughs> they're coming for you those goddamn steel fins man that's what you get for having too many teams. You've got you, you're, you're the the scrubs below you get a chance to get experience. Okay. Well, yeah, that sounds like it sounds like a pretty fun tournament. Yeah. Like I, at the end of the day, it's just it just sounds like it was called off for rain and that everybody had like a sort of pretty nice time until it finished. Yeah, yeah. I think. Okay. The, the the one issue was is that just the um, we we got it called off because it was just raining and wind and windy and just like the pitches were so bogged down. And it was just really, I mean, I think for the players it wasn't too bad, but you can imagine for the ARs and like the goal refs just. Oh, yeah. I, nice. I was playing in a set of matches before that when it picked up the rain and it was just, it was just so hard to see anything. But uh, all in all, I thought it was a really good, uh, yeah. a really good uh, That's cool. day. It was good, really good Any... to see that the Glasgow Grim Reapers, uh, they, they were doing really well. Like they got two wins. Uh -huh. And like that, uh, they have solidly improved since uh, like Dev Cup. I mean, they, any they standout had... players? Oh, I was gonna say, go on, sorry, James. I mean, they also had um, a Merc. They had I can't remember his name. I'll edit it in. Um, but he he was really good with uh, setting up the quaffle plays. But the rest of the Glasgow team managed to like follow through. Um, I think Sea Lions as well, even though they didn't win anything, um, it was really good to see them try. 
and like I was coaching them for a little bit and it's just really nice that even though um, that they haven't really won anything that they were able to just you know enjoy the day get a lot of good experience and I hope those guys have a bit more luck in the future mm. so here's a bit of a question regarding uh, the Preston tournament uh, what what happened with Liverpool because in my Liverpool like won Dev Cup pretty handily didn't they like were, were they most were they bringing like a cannon slash catapult team or was it just like was it just sort of lack of showing up on the day for I think they had two key players that were missing that I think they ended up relying a bit on at Dev Cup. So they mm-hmm. so I know I know for certain that um one of yeah, them was Mottram not there. I think Sam Mottram wasn't there and yeah. uh Raynor wasn't there. And he's their main beater and seeker. Like um, Liverpool have managed to like stay and swim um, just about against some teams and then Ma- Reynolds who is an excellent seeker has just managed to like catch the snitch out of nowhere um, I remember when playing playing against them for um, Cottonopolis and I think it, it hurt the team a little bit unfortunately I think also they had quite a few new players um, and I think Liverpool were just trying to adjust uh, to having that new fresher intake um, I think a lot of the tournament was depending on how well the freshers managed to do in the teams. Like I think Steel Fins had the just right amount of new players to um, sort of like players who were mixed in. There were a couple of people from first as well. So um, yeah, I think. Okay, cool. That all sounds pretty good. Uh, so I've got an exciting announcement to make. Uh, I have got in front of me the group draw for Southern Cup. Should we do a live reaction? Oh my god, has that actually just happened? Go on then. Go on yeah, then. it's actually just happened apparently. Okay, so uh, we'll go through the groups first. So group one, I've got Werewolves of London, Falmouth Falcons, Ooh. the Flying Chauncers, the Bees, and then the London Unbreakables. Ooh, interesting. So that seems like... I think that's Falmouth and Werewolves fairly confidently out of yeah, that group. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, no disrespect. I think Unbreakables should be pretty good because I've I, I, I've seen them. I've heard some good news about. Yeah, given all the like un- given there. all the unknowns in London and like you know how how good they actually have been. Like that will be really cool to see how they fare. Um. So yeah, it could be any anyone's game out of those like bottom three like groups in terms of mm. who gets the most wins. Yeah. So group two. Yep, and. Uh, Group two, we've got Warwick Quidditch Club, the Swansea Swans, the Oxford Quidlings, and the Reading Knights. Oh, okay. That's, I think, Warwick yeah. very yeah, strong. Yeah, very, very there strong for, for that. But I, I don't know about uh, Swansea and Quidlings. I'm not sure who's the... who, we Or even played, Reading, actually. We played Swansea, uh, when I say we, I mean Loughborough played Swansea and Quidlings at BQC. Uh, we comfortably won against Quidlings. Mm. Swansea, I wasn't playing that match because my knee was acting up. I think I remember watching it, and it was a bit tense. It, a bit tense. It was very tense because it was quite close at the beginning. I think we managed to pull away. I think. Oh, interesting. However, a lot can change okay. in six months. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. A lot can change. Yeah. In, yeah, exactly. There's been a whole season, a uh, well, whole whole off season. QPL is going to take a lot of these teams and bump them up, particularly the ones in the southeast. You've got some really great tutelage, I imagine, from a, sure. a lot of those teams. Uh, right, Group C. We've got the Radcliffe Chimeras. For the Exeter Eagles, Cambridge, and then Bournemouth. Okay. Cambridge have a great game against Nottingham. Bournemouth. BBC. Bournemouth have a Quidditch team. Yeah, so I, did, I was not that's, aware that's of that. That's been in the works for a while. 
How's yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, I'm. This is this is the south. I don't know what happens so, here. So um, Bournemouth. Yeah. So Bournemouth were at um, Dev Cup, and they did. So Zach Cox, not used Zach. Um, yeah, Zach Shave. Um, was coaching them at Dev Cup, and then he managed to round a few of them up the Steel Cup, and basically they they, they played there. Um, yeah, I heard that they're a legit team now. So good for them. That's cool. That'll that be exciting. Be Just fresh blood. So kind of. group Group D, we've got the Brizzle Bears, the London Unspeakables, S Q C two, and then the Winchester Wampus. Oh, oh I've got I've got a live Where... reaction from Bill Orridge. Yeah. In the Loughborough Longshots group. What's he saying? He said mm-hmm. D is most likely to be interesting with Bristol's inconsistency. Oh, okay. That's, well, that's a, I, I hope he's happy with you quoting him on a. Podcast. Yeah, thanks, Bill. That's pretty cool. It's a bit, um, a bit risky. Okay, and uh, Group E, I've got uh, Southampton QC firsts, Portsmouth Horntail Strikers, the Bathalisks, and then the Norwich Nifflers. Oh, Nifflers. Good old Nifflers. SQC1 as well. SQC1, SQC1 are going to be big. They're coming back. What? Yeah, what's with that comeback? Like, I guess they've got Alan Veal back this year. That's going to help them a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be a really hard fought second slot for in Group E as well because I think Bath Bathalisks are doing wellish this year. I heard they've they've topped the group at uh, at the Southwest League games that were uh-huh. happening. So oh, that's good. Portsmouth maybe one to watch there in that second seed. I don't know. We'll see. God, sorry, that was a bit random. I just it literally just came up in the Horntails chat and I was like, what would be really cool if we just did that? That's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, and should we talk about? Uh, should we talk about East Mids? Yeah, as well? let's let's shuffle it along and move to East Mids and see. Okay, sure. Right, okay, so East Mids was, like like I said, it's another fun freshers tournament, so attending is uh, Notts, Keel, Loughborough, Derby, Leicester. So uh, I'd say, like, a general theme across the teams was kind of just, like, lots of freshers, and I guess, almost, not rusty Quidditch, because that makes it sound a bit, uh, make it sound a bit, like, I don't know, feral, but, like, I think uh, there was a lot of, like, polish that needs to be applied before... Uh, Northern, if these, if some of these teams want to make up a bracket, it was a like, lot less l- rusty than last year because of QPL. <laughs> oh, I, I guess yeah. I guess like, the players who were at QPL were how, all looking really. How good. do you mean? Yeah, Tommy Ruler. Like, oh, Tommy Ruler is great. I love Tommy Ruler. He's like yeah, solid yeah. player. So like knots, I, I I don't know how much you guys were following knots the last couple of years, but so they're like a team that's sort of quite close to my heart. Being a man from Nottingham, so the year before last they had like. Who we like, Lucy Ansel, Q, JT. Lucy Q, Ansel. JT. Which is like, yeah, okay, you now have the probably the best female beater in the country and probably the best male chaser in the country. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a winning combo. I mean, you argue, argue what you want, but like, like top three in both positions, whatever. Uh, and then they left and left a sort of rather, honestly, quite dishevelled looking Nottingham behind afterwards. I think it's taken them a year to, and they had like, I guess, an almost a. I wouldn't say disappointing as much as unexpected BQC finish. Like I don't think they even got that deep into lower bracket. Uh-huh. I think they drew play yeah. played versus... Uh, was it Sheffield? Yeah, we, we, we played them, I think, um, first match on the second day. And yeah, it, it, yeah. I, I think we were expecting a, harder t- a much harder time than we got. No, but still, like they looked good today. Yeah, like they did. Rachel, Brandon, and Tommy coming off those really solid archers performance. They've all. I had, heard Brandon was moving great. to Raptors this season. Is that true? Uh, no, I've, I've, I've spoke apparently. Is that not. pure gossip? Apparently Brandon told me last year That's... that he was thinking about moving down to London and joining Wales. Okay. But 
Well, as as far as I know, he's playing for Nottingham. Yeah, same. Okay, fair. No, that's fine. Like so, I heard the I mean, rumor. I'm yeah. glad that can the, the be dispelled. As well as the veteran players looked really good for Notts, like really solid. Keel looked pretty good as well. Uh, they had Ben Morton uh, playing for them, who was like is ex Team UK captain, really solid player. Uh, so he was like I'd say quite a lot of their coffle play. Not to discredit the rest of them, they all played really well. But uh, Connor Simpson was putting out some really good aggressive beating and I'd say he was probably the the best looking beater at the tournament in terms of just like personal dominance in the last in the last couple of games that I watched on that day. Yeah. Yeah I think so. Uh, Fee, do you want to talk about Loughborough? Um so Loughborough I couldn't play this weekend because I wasn't very well. Um but we've got some old faces back so we got Karis back. Um the Origins showed up not to play but to support and snitch. And of course, with with the Origins comes Charlie, who's our old captain. Um, so they couldn't quite <laughs> they couldn't quite stop themselves from giving us tips because you know we're their home team and they love us. <laughs> and do well, of course. Which is, it's really lovely. Oh, that's lovely. Um, it is. It's just really lovely. Um, our freshers, I think, did really well. Uh, one of our fresher beaters, I think his name's Sam, really impressed me. Um, just with how aggressive he was being, but also like the beats were landing, which is not something I could do when I was like in my first tournament. I was like throwing bludgers all over the place that weren't hitting anybody. Um, yeah, and I was just genuinely just really impressed with the entire team. Um, obviously, we've lost the origins. I think we're going to suffer because of that, but we've we've also got the potential to be a really strong team this season. Mm, even if it's a little bit of a kind of rebuild you know, year and yeah, kind of finding yeah. your feet again without the origins, like, that's still yeah, important, I mean, we've you know? Yeah, we've still got Frankie and she's Team UK. Oh. And we've still got uh, Lucy Nichols was on the uh, Dutch national team. Oh, Lu- Lucy Nichols is fantastic. That's, that's good. Yeah. and um, I did not know that. Yeah. And um, Sim is around, like, not playing, but still around, so that's helpful. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, do you feel like there needs to be someone to step up if 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 it's if you guys are going to go deep into a bracket like you did last year? Yeah, I think for the most part, you've... Frankie as coach, as like a capacity and coach, is like stepping up and taking charge, I'm like trying to make sure everybody gets training and actually works hard. <laughs> yeah. So, round rounding out the bottom of the of that list, so. But just for tournament context, Knotts came first, Keel came second, Loughborough came third, Leicester came in fourth, and then Derby came fifth. Uh, Derby, Derby actually looked like, even though they lost, they didn't win a game. Like, there was a really good moment because they had, like, 15 players, I think, 14. Yeah. yeah. Which is, like, that's good for Derby, Derby is a team that's always struggled with recruitment. And, like, they've they've been hovering around sort of, like, 8 to 10 players for, like, what feels like a couple of years now. So there, when you watch them at tournaments, it's always like, it feels like watching 300 or something, except they're not Spartans, they're just <laughs> people from Derby. So yeah, hopefully they have a good year this year. Like I really hope like, and it's it's going to be hard because a lot of these, a lot of teams are going to be scra- scrapping to avoid Dev Cup because what, we've got 30, 48 teams are now or something? Yeah, 48 and teams. 32 at BQC. With the Derby as well, like Kyle... Carl Balderson got injured pretty early on and um, I think it was the game against Loughborough so that was early afternoon first one in the afternoon I think um, and Kieran had disappeared so that's their two main male drivers and I was really impressed with captain I think her name is Ellis 
stepping up and keeping and directing the players and putting some nice drives in. Unfortunately, he didn't score any goals against us, but I was just genuinely impressed with the way the team pulled together through the injury and like losing probably two of the most experienced players. I mean, I think we've covered a lot there. That's a lot of exciting stuff. I'm sorry I couldn't remember the names of the Highlander players that I wanted to shout out. I should have taken notes, but obviously I was just busy playing and snitching at the weekend. Um, but like there was there was some good good Quidditch played. Uh, obviously I can't say much for BBBQC or East Mids. Um, are we gonna bat around any northern predictions now that we've kind of had a bit more of a um a look at some of the teams? Oh, I. I feel like I need to see groups before I start yeah. predicting anything. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be... I like, And the thing is, with Northern Quidditch, is it's always been so much closer than Southern Quidditch. Like, there's a, ve- a lot of teams scrapping in the middle. Yeah. And anything could happen. You yeah. know, it's going to be really exciting. And I can't wait to do a full predictions thread in, like, a couple of mm-hmm. weeks when, uh, yeah, no. when we've got some... Some rosters, even. Oh, like, man, that'll be exciting. Really exciting. I genuinely... I'm so excited for Northern. I can't wait. It's going to be good. Yeah. Well, the, I think the draw's tomorrow, so... Might might um, have another Sim, episode Sim coming Thornton next week. reliably informs me that Scarlet Hughes said it will be tonight. <gasps> Mate, that's tonight. exciting. Oh, we God. we could stay on and have an extended episode, or we could just have like a sound at ten minutes where we just like watch the drawers come out and just like record that as well. I just bonus, bonus content. Very exciting. Okay, uh, do we want to do snitch on pitch? Oh, I totally forgotten yeah. that was our like I mean, whole uh, form. We, I think we've we've got it to our grill, haven't we? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we have. Have someone got those questions, good to go. Yeah, we've got some questions that we can throw about. Okay. Okay, um, so for new viewers, this is a fun and exciting game where uh, our snitch ref, who is, I think, James today, asks our guest a whole bunch of exciting questions. Oh, yeah. no. See how many we can get done in a minute. Uh, we're going to we're gonna stare into your soul here, for you. Yeah, when you get your three best friends to ask you loads of questions, yeah, great. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> All right, so let's get going. Uh, what position would you like to play that you don't normally? I want to try chasing, even though I'm sure I'd be really bad at, bad at it because I'm not fast and you give me a quaffle, I'm like, what do I do with this? I want to like get some of the glory of scoring goals. Or I want to try seeking as well. I want to catch a snitch. <laughs> okay, sure thing. Um, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No, go, go home. Get out. <laughs> I'm not Gemma Gedling. Um, <laughs> if you had one wish to come true, what would it be? To be very, very, very rich so I could just spend all my time playing Quidditch and not have to work. That is the dream. Uh, that is the sad truth. <laughs> if you woke up tomorrow as an animal, which one would you be? A dog. Come on, James. <laughs> I-, I just asked the questions here. Um... <laughs> Your left hand is replaced with a kitchen utensil of your choice. What is it? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to need an answer from you. I a kind of feel like... pin so I can oh, beat okay. my enemies. I thought, I thought the answer would be a spoon. Would that not be too obvious? <laughs> That's too obvious. Uh, what is your favourite word? I don't think I could say it on here because it's a very rude word. <laughs> Uh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your personal best Quidditch play? I think I played really well at Highlander, just generally, because um, I don't think I really shone that well in QPL, and I just think I learnt a lot at Highlander and played better than I normally do, which was nice. Okay, and um, just for our viewers at, um, who are listening, 
Um, are there any secret hidden talents um, that you can tell us about? Uh, well, you lot already know this, but I can play seven instruments. No. There we go, everyone. Um, Fiona being the one-woman band. Yeah. That's pretty uh, awesome, Fee. Yeah. Right, I think that's enough grilling there. Oh, all right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good yeah. evening. See you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Right, thank you very much. And we'll Bye. see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.